What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Buffalo Daily Podcast. And today is October 29th, so welcome back. And the Bills picked up another huge W last week. Like I said, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, but um, a win's a win in my book, so I'm happy with that. And the Bills are now 5-2, and two, so that's huge. And like I said, it wasn't a pretty win. Um, we didn't score a touchdown. The defense did step up in the second half. But it wasn't all around. It wasn't a great performance by the Bills. But we did end up getting the win. And I am absolutely fine with that. And I do believe like you play down to the level of your opponent. So that's a huge, another huge win. So um, episode 18 here, guys. And I'm excited to get this one out and preview the Patriots coming up this week. And if you're new to the channel, don't forget to check us out. Hit the subscribe button. And check us out on Instagram at BuffaloDaily716 as we're always doing a lot of posts on there and cover game coverage and latest news. So be sure to check us out once again at Buffalo Daily 716 on Instagram. And also, um, don't forget to check out the BD store. Um, it's linked down in the description. It's on our Instagram page. Lots of cool merch there. Um, we're always trying to come up with some new stuff too, so be sure to check it out. And use code BD Podcast once again, all capitalized BD Podcast, all one word, for ten percent off at checkout. Now let's jump into this week's episode. So, like I said, the Bills picked up a huge win over the Jets. Well, not a huge win, but just like a confidence boost to stop the stumble. We we're four, like we we're four and two. Um, put some good teams coming off, and this is one of those games you cannot lose. Like, if you lose to the Jets, that's a tough luck. Um, you know, a lot of teams start second-guessing you. I know we didn't blow them out. We beat them 18-10. We only scored field goals, but, like, it's a lot better than a loss. You don't want to be that team that loses to the Jets. Let's just say that. So, we beat them. Tyler Bass with six straight on field goals. He hit his longest one of his career so far at 53. But then he missed from 37 and 40-something. So, like, I don't know. He's all over the place. Like, rookie kicker, you get your lumps. But I was happy with his performance. I'm glad he nailed that second kick, the 53-yarder. That was a big confidence booster for him. And that, I think would have been good for, like, 60, I think. He nailed that one. But happy for him. Then Jerry Hughes had a great game, and he picked up Defensive Player of the Week, AFC Defensive Player of the Week. So that is awesome to see. Um, Josh was all right. Well, he's good. Josh threw for over 300 yards. He ran for 65 yards. So he had a good game. We had struggles in the red zone for some reason. We couldn't get capitalized and get into the red zone. So that's one thing that I'm sure they're going to work on this week in practice, trying to improve that. But once again, not tons of for me to say on this game. It was kind of just a black game. Like I don't know, it was enter- wasn't super entertaining. The defense only gave it four yards in the second half. I don't know this is one of the games you can't really measure on your team on just because they're such the Jets are such a bad team. But look, taking a look at this week, um, we played the Patriots at home. Patriots are struggling. They're two and four. They haven't looked good so far. Um, coming off two losses in a row, and they've been struggling. Cam got benched last week, only threw for 90 yards. Julian Element is out for this week, so that's another huge loss for the Patriots. But so before we jump into the game preview, let's take a look at our Bills injury report as it's a lengthy one. 
Obviously, they have Josh Allen listed on there with his shoulder. He's been full. They still list him. John Brown's with his knee. He's been full all week. Vernon Butler with a groin injury did not practice today. He was limited yesterday and did not practice today. Um, Cody Ford did not practice again with his knee injury. Uh, Jay Fromm just keeping COVID restrictions. Uh, Jerry Hughes with a foot injury. I thought it was going to be a veteran rest day, but it was, he did not practice yesterday and he was limited today. Micah High with a concussion. He did not practice. It looks like he's in stage three of the concussion protocol. So he's able to do like jogging, ride the bike and stuff, but he's not cleared yet for football activities, which is stage four. So I could see him not playing this weekend because I don't think they're going to go Friday jumping right back in. So I could see him missing the game with a concussion, depending on where he is at in the protocol. Quentin Jefferson with a knee injury was limited and then did not practice today. So another one where we're, the defensive tackles are getting pretty beat up, it looks like. Uh, Cam Lewis with his wrist, it's so taped up, he was limited. Um, Isaiah McKenzie with an ankle, he was limited. Matt Milano with a pec injury, he was limited. And he was the only one out there that was in a red non-contact besides the quarterback. So all these injuries, none of them were in a red non-contact besides Matt Milano. Josh Norman did not practice with his hamstring, uh, sorry, hamstring injury. And this is new. Brian Winters was limited with a knee injury. So a lot of names on that list. Um, I know Ford, Ford, Norman, and Micah Hyde were all working out with the strength co- the strength and conditioning coach. So that looks like they're they're fit to do physical activity. So hopefully they can get them back on the field soon. And then obviously some news: John Felice, uh John Feliciano was activated to the active roster this week. So that's another huge add for the Bills O line. Hopefully it can help bolster the run game and give our offense that little bit of a spark. I know. Feliciano has been that player in the previous years to be able to go out and spark the team and get them going. So I'm excited to see what he can do with for our team, and hopefully he can help improve the run game because this Patriots defense is no joke. I know their offense has been struggling, um, and they're not having the record that they should, but he's still they still are like seventh in the league, I believe, their defense. And they're very good against the pass, so we might need a run game to step up this week. So, obviously, we went through our injury report. And now let's just kind of go through our preview for this week and see where we match up against the Patriots. Obviously, they haven't been that good this year with the pass, and obviously Cam got benched ever since this COVID incident. He hasn't been the same, but it's still really weird. So, preview. for Let's go through the Bills first. So, we rank 7th in offense, 22nd in defense, 4th in passing, and 26th in rushing. The Patriots are 27th in offense, 9th on defense, 30th on passing, and 7th on rushing. So they run the ball a lot. So we're going to be looking with a banged-up D-line. Hopefully we can get some guys back and ready to go. The, the Patriots also have a very lengthy injury report. Guy, defensive tackle. Harris, running back. Davis, defensive tackle. Huron, tackle. Duggar, safety. Harry, wide receiver. Edelman's out. Mason, a guard. Funny a tackle and Simon at the end. So they got a lot of guys out. So they averaged 252 total yards a game, 197 passing, 
155 rushing, which is could be a problem for our defense because that's been a huge problem for us all season, is our rushing game. Um, yeah. So there's a, and there's a lot of drama surrounding the Patriots too. As, as are, it's a lot of people are thinking they're going to be sellers this year on at the trade deadline, but you never know with the Patriots. They're a well coached team with Bill Belichick, so you never know what to expect with them. Um, so they could. Uh, there's rumors that Stephon Gilmore put up his house. Who knows if that's true? A lot of media talk. So we'll see what happens come Tuesday next Tuesday of the trade deadline. And I don't think the Bills are going to make a move before the trade deadline. I think they're pretty set with their roster. I know Bean's always looking. And if he can find a better player, he will. But I don't think with their cap space situation, he always likes to keep a little extra cap just in case um, they need to pick someone up or something due to injury later in the season. He likes to have that couple million cap room. But, and I don't know. I think they're pretty set with the guys they have. Obviously, like a little more beef at defensive tackle. But with such a young group, I think... They'll coach them up and they'll be able to figure it out. So previewing this week um, with the Patriots, obviously we don't know what's going to happen. They've ran this division for so long, and right now they're struggling. And we're in the driver's seat. If we t- take this win, we'll be 4-0 in the division, which would be unreal and would be huge for the team as then it could, especially going to a tough stretch of games coming up against the Seahawks, the Steelers, the Cardinals. Um, this one could help us um, almost lock up a playoff spot. Like want to be confirmed, but we'd be like the division leaders going to the final two weeks, and that would be huge to hopefully lock up a position and to hopefully get the. Because then it could be some tough times coming up with um, that, and you don't want to be banking on them to get those wins being a wild card spot because the AFC is very tough this year. Um, obviously, like, there's a lot of talk of, like, what what will this game mean to Bills fans? I've been hearing a lot, like, because the Patriots rivalry, like, some people are like, oh, it's not the same. I don't know. I think beating the Patriots is still a tall task, and, like, it would mean a lot to this organization because just because of all the problems we've had in the past years, we haven't beat them, really. We can't, we haven't beat them in the last four years, and since 2016, and they're still, they've, they ran this division for so long. And so I think we need to make a statement when we can't fall. We need to pick up this win and prove a point that this can, hopefully the Bills can go on and run this division from now on and that they're not, they're still not the Patriots division anymore. But, hey, look at the Bills are in town. The Patriots are done. And so I think we got to put this to bed because everyone's like still talking, oh, Belichick, great coach, blah, blah, blah. Well, McDermott's a great coach too. So we got to put this to bed. We got to be able to, Figure out what we want to do and what's gonna, and how we can take over this division and for hopefully years to come, and keep this roster going in the right direction. A few things I'd like to see out of Josh this weekend. Talk about a couple players. I'd like to see Josh. Um, I know like they brought Diggs in to be the guy, and he's an elite uh, receiver. I mean, but um, there's a couple times last week where I thought he, and a couple times this season where he tries to force it to Diggs, like. Diggs will be double coverage, and Josh gets nervous, and he'll try to force it into Diggs to hopefully make a play. And there was a couple times last week against a weak Jets defense where it could have been picked off, but um, it wasn't. And so, like, I'd like to see Josh hit Diggs if he's open, but if not, go through your other options. Cole Beasley was great for us last week. Um, Looks like we're going to have John Brown back, so that's another weapon for their arsenal. 
tight ends, who knows what's happening with that, with all the COVID situation. It looks like we're going to have Tyler Croft again, which is good, and then hopefully we can get a couple other guys back in next week because it looks like they probably won't be available because they haven't been in the facility all this week. So that's another interesting way to look at it. But who knows? And then another player uh, to look at, I want to take another step, is the running backs. I want them to step up because if our – Passing's getting shut down. I want to look for a running back, especially going. It's supposed to be a really windy game. We might not be able to throw a ton. I want to see Devin Singletary and Moss. They had a good week last week. They had some, I think, had tons of carries, but I want to see them if they get lots of carries, be able to break off for one big play and just keep that forward momentum going. Obviously, Task, uh, task Fast continuing to grow. He's a guy that, um, he's still young, and with Wynn, he'll be tough for him, but I want to continue, like, I want him to be able to be a guy that we can rely on and be like, hey, like last week with the Titans, like Gostowski, um, the Titans could have the chance to tie the game, and they didn't tie it because their kicker missed a field, like a 40-yard field goal. I want, I want to be able to trust Bass and be able to have him make those kicks to be able to win games because when it comes down down to playoff football, sometimes those games do come down to playoff, uh, playoffs, come, come off the field goals. Alright, that's all I have for my preview this week, and uh, let's hop into our gambling segment. Obviously, last week I gave you guys some picks. I think it was seven picks, and guess what? I went 7-0. I had a great weekend last week. Won my parlay, so it was great. Um, but let's take a look at, so Thursday, Thursday Night Football, I have Carolina minus 1.5. Obviously, that's going to pass. Um, for the Bills game, I have the Bills... So New England at Buffalo, I have over 41. Um, the Colts at Detroit, I'm going to take the Colts minus 2.5. They're coming off a bye week, so they're going to be a little healthier. Uh, Detroit grinded out a win against Atlanta that they shouldn't have won last week. but So I'm going to take the Colts minus 2.5. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. Um, the Rams at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are coming off a bye week. The Rams are going to have a short week, but I have them winning. I have them spread at minus three and a half. I have the Rams, so I think they'll be able to handle business. I think Tua might struggle in his first game with no preseason. He's kind of hopping in midseason, so that could affect him because he hasn't like been like the other rookie quarterbacks where they've had a chance to grow and like improve with the team. And so like they. Like, Joe Burrow started, but, like, the, all, all the other teams are just starting. So, they had a slower start. But Tua's coming in when all the teams are in midseason form. Then the bank, Titans at the Bengals, I, have the old, I took the over 43.5. Both these teams have been putting up a ton of points, so I think I like that one. Pittsburgh at Baltimore, I took the over 46.5, which I'm still questionable on. I might not take it, but then I took Pittsburgh plus 3.5. I don't know, both teams have good defenses, but also teams that can put up a lot of points. So I'm excited to see that. I think I'm going to stick with that over. I do like that number, I think. And I think they can they can do a, a division game, rivalry game. So that will be a lot of fun to watch. And that's going to wrap up this week's episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Obviously, it's turn talking for 15 to 20 minutes by yourself. So that's why the episodes haven't been as long. Um, but hopefully I can work on that soon. So a lot more coming soon in the next couple of months. A lot to work on, a lot to go through in my life. So bear with me in these times, and hopefully you guys enjoy. 
And once again, check us out on Instagram at Buffalo Daily 716 to follow us for our game posts, everything like news, um, our opinions, thoughts on the game. So check that out. And once again, guys, thanks for listening. And until next time, go Buffalo. See you guys.